we are back with uh, Lion City Rock Podcast and we are continuing with our chat with uh, Mr. Patrick Chung, the odd fellow celebrating 30 years of teenage head. Uh, and I know that uh, you've been waiting for this for a long time as well. So long, so long. So long, yeah. <laughs> so that, you know, your wait is over and here is side two of Teenage Head from the man himself. Okay, well, then the next song that comes after that is uh, Here I Fall Again. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a ballad. Mm, right? Yep. Again, <laughs> uh, you know you have to do your homework for these kind of things, you know. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That's one song we never played live as well. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna count the number of songs you guys. What set do you play? You just play the one song. <laughs> so, so is that on your your list of answers to give? We never played a song. Never. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was just a ballad. Uh, I, I guess it was just a love song. Uh, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it because I can't remember much. <laughs> Next. I, I wrote here, reminds me of R.E.M. or V.U. slash Lurid Caroline Sid. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, I think I was inspired by uh, the Stone Roses. Oh, okay. For that song. Yeah, yeah. I think the riff is quite similar to one of their songs, Waterfall or something. Oh, right, right. right. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Basically, I, yeah, basically, I ripped them off. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As we all. Um. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> okay, and then uh, Lost My Head.
Oh, okay, okay. That's also one of our earliest uh, song. Um, yeah, basically a two-chord song. Um, yeah, I just remember playing the two chords and then uh, coming out the melody. Oh. Yeah. I think I think this one for me was more... I think this one cemented uh, a lot of my memories about, you know, Oddfellows. As in like, this was the song that I always think of when people talk to me about early Oddfellows. It's like, this guy's coming on. Yeah. Just play two chords. It's just... It's, they didn't even bench yeah. into three. And then... Uh, yeah. yeah. And then it's so fast. And bam, bam, bam. And then the song is over. And then you go like, whoa, okay, wow. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. 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 And, 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 and a great melody as well. Never, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. forget, huh? It's a great melody. Yeah. 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 Very, very catchy, yes. This was... Yeah. This was... Uh, it says here it was drums by KC Sue. So... That's right. So this was one of the songs that he played drums on. Um, That's was right. this version also the same one as the new school rock version or... Different version. Oh, so you Different re-recorded a, a new... Yeah, uh, whole thing. Oh, Okay. Yep. And then... Uh, so new school rock itself, it was... It was you, Stephen, and and Casey. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Right. Uh, okay. Well, then the next one is uh, two trains. Let us ride away to a distant land. A prayer a day keeps the sins at bay. Let us take a chance to a fancy dance. For what is life? Without any strife Oh, I won't cry If you aren't mine Just let me know And I would go Let us take a break For a holiday Oh, okay. That's another acoustic number to end the <laughs> Close the album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Two trains. I'm not sure whether it was on Mal. It could be on Mal as well. Hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But subsequently, we recorded another version of Two Trains with the whole band. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. After uh, Kelvin and Vincent joined. Right. Let us ride away to a distant land. Prayer a day keeps the sins at Yeah, yeah, I think it was the B side of of uh, B side of the Unity song cassette single. Right, oh, right. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Promo single, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of uh, uh, After Hours for some reason. When I first heard mm. it, I was like, this just reminds me of one of those short. Uh, you know, Velvet Underground tracks, the quiet ones that they sometimes put into yeah. their albums. Yeah, yeah, that Maureen Tucker was Yeah, 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 that Maureen yeah. Tucker was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, for this song, yeah, I, I did a whistling. Oh, right, okay. Whistling thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I always wanted to do some whistling song. song. Okay, yeah, so this was it. <laughs> and and the final one is actually on this one. It says a song about Caroline, Mal's version. Bonus track. Bonus yeah. track. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we re-recorded a song about Karen, changed to Caroline, mm. because the the person Karen, the real Karen, objected. Oh really? To me, to me using her name. <laughs> so there's a real Karen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a real Karen. That's a real name. Okay. So I said, okay, okay, I'll change it. Now is that what what the name Karen stands for now? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Would actually yeah. fit the song. Right? Would actually so fit the song perfectly, man. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Maybe you should switch back. So there's some, <laughs> so, there's some <laughs> so there's some natural justice going on about you having to change the name, and then after that the name Karen, yeah. you know, it comes like that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. This was the mild version instead of the. Yeah, because the mild version, because the new scrub version was extended uh, version. Oh, so there was a yeah, it was a longer, much longer. So uh, we reverted back to the mild version because we felt that uh, a lot of people would not have heard the original version, the mild. Right, right, with the plucking yeah. guitar intro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we decided to re-record. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I think I mean yeah. I mean, all things considered, I think maybe the mild version kind of fits fits this yeah. one as a as a very nice, you know, coda at the end. Yeah, that's you right. Know, that's to to punctuate the whole thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, before we move on, uh-huh. all right. And since you're on the spot, <laughs> I, uh-huh. I have to ask you about contemporaneous recording, which is the April showers song. Oh, stand and stand. Stand and stand. Yeah. Yeah.
<laughs> oh, uh, I can't remember when we, I recorded that. It could be... I, I think it was during these sessions uh, for Teenage Hate. Was it? So because... Yeah, yeah. So because it was just piano and, and me, we just did it in one take and because, you know, time was running out, right? So we just uh, do a quick one and then uh, that's it. But I, I didn't put it on the album, really. Because I, yeah, I, I didn't thought that I, I, I really did um, justice to it, really. <laughs> I love that song. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, when Big O wanted to release the So Happy as a single, so I, I thought, okay, since, since we're not putting that on the album, we just put it on the B-side mm. of the single, yeah. Uh, maybe you can talk a bit about the cover. This has a very distinctive cover. Okay. <laughs> oh, it was done by Kelly. Kelly Cheng. Ah. Uh, uh, at that time, she was a budding, budding uh, artist. The award-winning Kelly Cheng. The award-winning yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly Cheng, I was going to say. <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, back then... Uh, she was still in school, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Wow. So it was I can't remember who hooked us up. So we just left it to her to do whatever she wants. Oh really? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we it wasn't my idea or anybody's idea to you know put the pic have the picture of Elvis on the cover, really. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. washed and color washed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean I it's, it's a real iconic cover right yeah mm -hmm. very yeah and I yeah. remember people asking whether it was Patrick Chung when he was a boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that, that that would be uh, Singaporeans asking that yeah yeah, yeah obviously <laughs> no but, but what's, I mean you know it it was okay, uh, according to the notes here it was released on Elvis's birthday in 91. Yeah, it was a coincidence. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought really. it was a planned thing because yeah. he had the cover. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's quite coincidence. So it's it's yeah. like virtually like 30 years this month. Oh, yeah. Yep. They're all right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. Wow. Like 30 years this week. Not even this month. It's probably this week. 30 years this, this week. Yeah, yeah, this week. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this thing still stands as a kind of a, a milestone to the things that would come after, you know. Um, Kevin just now mentioned mm. being a history-making thing. It was quite groundbreaking, I mean, for, and it coming yeah. out on a CD as well. CD at the time was yeah. <laughs> the holy grail of all recordings, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's the, it's the Singapore rock version of the VU, the Velvet Underground, the, the Banana album. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's basically the it's the same. We had the same kind of impact and influence on our scene that that mm. had like you know back in the sixties. Mm, mm, you know, it's kind of the thing that everybody heard it when to form a band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys were uh, unlike a lot of bands that came up during that whole period. You guys actually continued doing a lot of stuff. Um, in a sense, I mean, just putting out singles, putting out recordings, even. You know, so Teenage Head was like the first big step. And then the next big step, of course, um, was the, the sophomore album, 
Like Carnival. Uh, yeah. A band actually put out two albums. Like wow, <laughs> most of the bands barely last one. You know, back in those days. <laughs> yeah. What was what was yeah. that like? I mean, like by this time you were you were you said that Kelvin and Vincent had joined prior yeah, yeah, to the right, release right. of the album, right? So yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we did a lot of shows for Teenage Hit. I think we played. I don't know. Uh, so many shows, crazy uh, schedule. Uh, and then uh, in early '92, we actually went to KL. Oh, uh, Teenage Teenage Shape was released in uh, Malaysia. Wow. Yeah. So BMG uh, hired a van, a, a mini bus, basically. And then we went up. Uh, we just went up and played a few shows in KL as well. We went on the radio radio show uh, in KL. Uh. It was a very fun gig. And then we got to hang out with uh, Joe Kidd and uh, all the uh, Malaysian uh, indie scene kids over there. Wow. Well. Yeah. So after that, uh, we came back and then uh, we decided to basically record another album. Yeah, we actually had a two-album distribution deal with uh, BMG. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we we went back into the studio. Uh, this time, uh, Savoy Fair, I think they had upgraded to a twenty-four track. Right. Wow. Yeah, I think right. Blue Scrock Two was already right. Yeah, track. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, we spent a, a, I mean, we spent a lot more time on this album than on Teenage Hate for sure. We spent a lot more hours, uh, to to record. And then um, there were inputs also from uh, Vincent and Kelvin, you know. And uh, Nizam played. Uh, at that time, Casey already left for the States for further studies. So right. Nizam actually played on the entire album. Oh. Yeah. And he, he also went with us to KL. Yeah. So he, had, he was actually like an uh, unofficial odd fellows. Really. The fifth fellow. The fifth odd yeah, fellow. The fifth fellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, uh, although we spent more time than on Teenage Hate, it was still recorded very fast. I mean, compared to today's uh, standard, right. I think we finished the album really fast as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was it um, what, what was it easier for you? Was it because it was easier for you guys having, you know, done the whole like studio thing before already? Yeah, I think that helped also, because we yeah, like you said, we we done it before so we kind of knew what to expect going to the recording studio you i assume that you guys already workshop all the songs as a band um mm. uh, together before y'all actually went in and all that yeah that's right okay that's right. okay yeah so it's so it's it, it i mean the, the big song that came out from that one was what unity unity song i think was unity the song yeah, yeah. It's a big yeah. single that came out from that maybe talk a bit about that and how how did that one come about? Was okay. it was it because of the 
government's call for unity amongst all peoples, <laughs> regardless of race, language, or religion. <laughs> uh, actually, the funny thing was that uh, at that time, Jessica Sue, I don't know whether you remember Jessica Sue. Mm. Yeah, she she was going to record an album and then she called me up and she asked whether I could write a song for her. Oh, okay. Right, for, for her album. So I actually wrote Unity song specifically for her. Wow, okay. Yeah, make it, okay, I got to make it catchy, got to make it uh, popish, you know. Right. So I recorded it onto a cassette, I passed it to her. Then a few weeks later, she came back and said, ah, my producer didn't feel it suited. Suited her direction, <laughs> suited her her music, you know. Okay. So I say, ah, no worries about it. Because Don't she was going for it. the grand feel, and that song was. Yeah, so right. <laughs> so, so I said, yeah, no, no worry about it. Uh, so after that, I just took it and then we recorded it. <laughs> I see them in a pouring rain, laughing at me once again. But it's them who are getting wet. Up in the clouds and breathing fresh air. But if you want me to come down, my feet on the ground. I'll be there in a little while. I'll be That's how the song came about. So uh, we recorded that song, and and yeah, I was quite surprised by how it turned out. So basically, we chose that as the first single. Yeah, you played lead on that song as well. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Listening to Carnival, uh, it was it feels more like a it's like teenage hit version two. You know, mm. was it was it part of your plan as well to like just ramp up everything that, or in terms in terms of you know how the songs went, how the how the music sounded. Uh, not really like, We we didn't plan much really. We we just our live sound. Basically, it was our live sound being recorded. That's it. You know. Uh, you know, whatever we sounded live, we try to capture it in the recording. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But somehow we couldn't really capture what our live sound. You know, I mean, if you've seen us live mm-hmm. and then you hear our recording, it's quite different. I think. I think the recording failed to really capture our live uh, uh, sound. Really, you know, like yeah, I I, I felt. Especially, um, especially in the early days, because um, 
life we tend to be more uh, louder. I mean, we, we are louder, we are more energetic, we are more, uh, you know, raunchier sounding. Smashing guitars yeah. on stage, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> more, more, yeah. more aggressive, la, I think. Yeah. yeah, more aggressive, more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Just the studio versions, just, you know, don't don't really capture all that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was it, was, did you guys feel that um, that was a thing that you had to do, though? I mean, this whole idea of capturing, this is us, you know, as a band kind of thing. Was that, was that a necessary thing? But, I mean, I'm only asking because Teenage Hit was basically just you a yep. solo project, you know, whereas that yep. one, um, Carnival was, was a yeah, 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 um, well, I think, um, again, we, we, we went in, we went in there with no really, uh, expectations, uh, we've been playing live a lot at the time, so, um, yeah, we just wanted to continue, you know, um, continue our music, basically. We didn't want to, like, be one of those bands that, okay, record one album, after that, we <laughs> don't, you don't hear from us for three, four years, you know. We just wanted to continue making, creating music, basically. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so Carnival... I think it was a very natural process. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what else to say about the album. Um, I think there are, there are some really good songs in there, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, looking back, I, I, I think the songs uh, are, are good. Maybe some of the execution can, can, can be better, la, you know. Uh, but of course, it's all hindsight, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> which, which songs did you? I mean, like which, which, which? I mean, were there, were there? Um, I mean, we're gonna ask you to do this anyway. But was there, was there a pick from from that album that, yeah, apart from Unity song of of course, but what others did you think you guys would have always liked to do? Uh, could have done better. Hmm. Or or, or uh, you liked? Okay, I think Unity song was probably the most perfect song we did mm. on, on the album yeah uh, some other songs Black Sheep Don't Fight uh, even Goodbye I think we could have done better but yeah I just remember that because <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard them for like a long time okay yeah, I, I've yeah. not heard the songs for a long time 20 over years yeah uh, yeah but I just remember that uh, I, I could have done better you know on some <laughs> of the tracks oh. yeah but but that's so but that's how you know musicians always think right when you listen to something you've done you always tend to think oh, if only <laughs> sure. I done this or why didn't I do that <laughs> right it's it's, it's yeah. a natural it's a it's a natural thing lah yeah. you think that oh that sounds terrible yeah, oh, yeah, it sucks yeah. right even though everyone's like other people I might listen to it say no it's very good yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I know I know I know what you mean yeah. I am glad that other musicians feel that way also. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, oh yeah. I'm a bit comforted by it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
But I guess that's yeah, why the... some artists they re-record their their songs. Yes. Over Correct. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So for sometimes we don't understand it. Well, what the original was perfect. Yeah. 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 Right, but not to them. Yeah. That's because they didn't play the E bass on that C chord, <laughs> you know, which they wanted to. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, 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 it's quite funny. Also. I mean, maybe you can talk a bit about some, uh, the thing that was mentioned in the encyclopedia, which is the seven year itch. Oh, okay. EP. okay. Yep. Yeah. What was that all about? Okay. Uh, so at that time, we've been around seven years already. And uh, Johnny joined the band in 93. Okay. And, and, and although he gigged, although we've been gigging with him, we, we've not released anything since he joined. So, Seven Year Each was actually the first uh, EP that he appeared on. The first recordings. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, we recorded that at TNT. Yeah. So, around that time, uh, TNT already... We've been jamming at TNT since TNT opened. Right? Right. So, when um, our boy... Uh, for those who do not know, our boy is the owner of TNT. The guy who started it all. Uh, he hmm. started to bring in recording equipment, you know. And uh, so we decided that, hey, since uh, our boy has the recording equipment, we'll just record at TNT, you know? So since we've been jamming there all this while, and our boy has been very supportive, and, and he's a good friend, so uh, we recorded seven year each at TNT. Five songs, first time with Johnny. Yeah. Oh, okay. sound closer mm. closest yeah. I think yeah 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 it was uh, heavier I think yep. heavier yep. sounding yep. yeah no I love I love foggy daylight mm, mm, thanks thanks yeah but okay and speaking about your live sound and stuff like that I mean we have to talk about the the so-called final odd fellows album uh, at of that period which was a uh, bugs and hisses which mm, was mm. Uh, a, a collection of Live recordings. Odds, odds and sods. Odds, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, odds, odds and sods. And sods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so prior to that, we were actually recording our third album. You know, and we were actually, Pony Canyon uh, uh, was going to, you know, record and release our third album. But then we all know what happened mm. uh, when the financial, Asian financial crisis mm -mm. hit, right? So Pony Canyon had to close shop. So the recording was actually kind of abandoned. It was just yeah, yeah. Uh, half the album, I think, 
recorded half the album with Shah Tahe. Um, yeah, so we went back to the studio, a Sonic studio. I was trying to look for the the reels, but we couldn't find it. <laughs> it were reels all over the studio. Yeah, I think the I I think the studio was gonna close as well. So they said, well, try and come and find your masters. And I couldn't really find anything. Uh, the labor, labeling wasn't very good as well. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of abandoned. So the only thing we had were like some of the rough mixes that uh, Shah did for us onto, onto cassettes. Oh. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's the only thing. I, I still have some of the tracks, actually. The rough mixes, uh, incomplete. They're not fully. Um, they're not the final thing. Uh, it was just the uh, rough, rough tracks and mixes. So um, around two thousand and one, uh, Johnny was going to go to Taiwan to study. Mm. So we had to take a hiatus. So we thought we just uh, release uh, a compilation of some of our our you know rare tracks and stuff bootlegs uh. basically it's like a bootleg bootleg CD mm. really yeah actually we had a lot more songs that we never recorded on on this thing you know uh i mean in the 90s we wrote a lot of songs that we performed maybe once or twice and then you know we we never got around to recording uh those those songs and even recently a few months ago Kelvin and I were talking and he was like, hey, do you remember this song? It goes like this. They were like, yeah, yeah, roughly I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good song. Huh? We used to play that live. <laughs> so there were quite a number of songs that we played once or twice live that we kind of liked. You know? Just that at that time, we never got around to recording the songs. So our next project, we might <laughs> we might think about re-recording or recording those songs. But of course, we now we do not know how to play it. We do not forgot the lyrics, forgot the chords, everything. So it'd be a challenge to really, yeah, yeah, effectively. Yeah. We, uh, what yeah. was interesting about I think Bucks and Kisses was, uh, you know, there were all these like you have songs like um. All the tracks you performed previously, the live versions or the alternate takes as well for mm. like you know songs from teenage head like riding in your car, you have twenty years unity song, uh, song about Caroline of course, and some other interesting some other interesting tracks also. Uh, I think um, the song you said I never write. Here's the song you said I never write for you. Till the day I die, my heart lay bare for all the world to see. So I try to keep you by my side. Your mind is on some other guy, and every word I speak just comes out wrong. So the song you say I'll never write was actually written in '93 or '94, '94. Yeah, but we we actually that that version you heard on uh, Bucks and Heases that was a rough mix mm. oh, from okay. our third album. Oh, I yeah, see, I yeah. See. So okay. that was like off a cassette tape wow. uh, because I don't have a master. Yeah, because it was just oh, rough mix onto okay. a, a a stereo cassette. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, so that ended up on on Bucks and Heases, but uh, we actually 
for our upcoming album, we actually re-recorded that song for our new album that's okay. coming out. Great. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Actually, that, that's what I wanted to ask you as well because um, Kelvin is also a very prolific uh, uh, songwriter. Yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. only, what, 35 <laughs> albums in the last, you know, how many years. <laughs> he outstrips everybody by a mile <laughs> and then some. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so how was it like uh, having him in the, in, in the band as well? Because you, be the. I mean, I guess everybody would see you as the main songwriter and all that. Mm. Um, so what was it like having you know another guy coming in to yeah I think uh, Kelvin had a hard time when he first joined the band oh, yeah really? yeah I, I was talking to him uh, recently and he told me that uh, I don't remember this lah, but he told me that, <laughs> wow, when, when he when he first uh, played the first gig I can't remember where it was uh, he said people were booing at him you know because oh. they they were just why because they all fellas at that time has always been the three-piece band and then right, he was right. quite new he was new to you know to, uh, to the right. band and all that and he wasn't really fully accepted at that time so he took oh, yeah wow. that, this one of those that's coming from him best yeah go never yeah oh, talk about toxic fan base yeah, yeah man. <laughs> man your fans yeah, are all those fans out there yeah. come on come on Tolerant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But having uh, having Kev, Kelvin is uh, wonderful, uh, You know, I, I enjoy uh, enjoy having him. Uh, he, in a way, he's kind of like uh, the soul of the band. In the sense that um, he's uh, he's someone who would just go for it. You know, like he's like a no holds barred kind of person. Right. Yeah. So when he plays on stage and all that, he would just let it, <laughs> let it rip. <laughs> Sometimes I have to tell him, "Hey, come, <laughs> hold back a bit." <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, he's he's wonderful, uh, Yeah, yeah, he's wonderful. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, since you guys, since you already mentioned yep. it, we might as well talk about nice that as well. Segue. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, new new material. Yeah. Okay, wait. First, yeah. you put out this great not best of oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. compilation recently. So far. That just came so out. Far. So, so far. Wow. The best so yes. far, right? Yeah. For now, for now. For yeah. now, for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> yeah, up in the clouds, which I must confess I had totally no idea why you picked that title until I realized it was like the key line. <laughs> it's the key line in the song that we've been playing for years. Yes. <laughs> You've only play, been playing it every other concert with us. I'm up in the clouds and breathing fresh air. Yeah, so, uh, well, okay, maybe talk a bit about that first before we get to it. What, what was it like? Uh, why did you decide to put out, you know, this compilation uh, now? Okay, uh, okay, basically, because of the new album that's coming out, <clears throat> we, we thought that we should have our... Uh, uh, we should have our own Spotify page and whatever page, Apple Music page or whatever. So the only way we can do that prior to the album is to release something, right? So uh, we were toying, toying with the idea of releasing Teenage Hate and Carnival, you know. But um, yeah, I, I felt that... Um, nah, I, I, I just felt that no, lah, maybe we shouldn't. Because I'm, I'm not 100% happy with both albums, really. 
you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we mentioned earlier. <laughs> uh, I wish we could redo certain things. Yeah, so <laughs> so I thought why don't we just release a compilation, you know, and, and, and then it it's I mean we can include other stuff that were that were not on the album as well. Like you from New School Rock, from the soundtrack or some compilation. Oh yeah, that's right. I was gonna ask yeah. you about that. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, so we went with the idea of releasing a, a best of yeah, and and then for for people who do not know us, I think uh it's a maybe a, a easier way f- to be introduced to the band. I, I felt uh. yeah. Yeah, mm. I mean, I mean, it is thirty years from uh, teenage hit and twenty years from bumps and hisses, you know. <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> crazy. So every it's every ten years you put out one <laughs> one new you, you, you just one major you release. You just miss one decade. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep yep well okay okay well i mean yeah so let's talk about yeah. the the, the, yep, the new yep, one man yep. what's that all about what are we what are we looking what, what are we going to be looking at yeah so <clears throat> how how it started was uh last december we played at the esplanade outdoor theater and then uh it was kelvin's idea to play a new song say hey why don't we play a new song every time we play a gig we use our it's our greatest hits you know so mm-hmm. So I said, okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll write a new song. So I wrote New Future, which would be the opening track on the album. And uh, after perf- after the performance and all that, we felt good. Then we said, hey, maybe we should record a new album this year. So, and at that time, I was just it was just an idea to record an album. We didn't really have a concrete plan uh, to record you know, until Kelvin, uh, in January, he he sent us on WhatsApp uh, his song Silent Worlds, just him on acoustic guitar, and then I was like, wow, I really like this song. I think it's uh, I I felt that wow, it's I I really like the song. I think it can be a single. Then after that, uh, I wrote more songs, and then uh, Vincent also wrote a song, and then some of the songs are from from before that we've not really recorded it, you know. So songs like the song you said I'll never write, mm-hmm. out of my head, um, you calm me down, a different version now we are doing, and okay. a lullaby um, used to be a different title, different lyrics, which I changed it, yeah, but. Those four songs are older songs, uh, basically about twenty to twenty to twenty eight years. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the newer songs, uh, of course, the newer songs are like just uh, written a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. So how many how many songs is the album gonna have? Eleven songs. Yeah, eleven songs. Uh, so. Teenage Hate Records in KL will be pressing it on CD and vinyl. Yeah, but that will that will probably be a few months down the road. Yeah, the album will be out on the twenty fourth. 
September, and the first single will be out on the tenth of September. Yeah. With the with the vi- video yeah. lah, I presume, right? Yeah, with the video for Silent Worlds, which Little is doing, and then when the album comes out, we have another video for the second single, uh, which we have oh, we have okay. shot we have shot the video already. Yeah, I, I've not seen it, but we have done the shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and now we are doing a third video for... The, the idea was to try and do a music video for every song. Yeah, whether we, man- oh, okay. whether we manage it or not, that's another thing, but that's, <laughs> that's the that's plan. The yeah, that's, that's the idea, yeah. No, I, th- I, think, I think that's a good idea, and I think that that's the way it works nowadays, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's mm. where you, you with, get a lot yeah. of traction with videos nowadays, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wow, okay. I mean, it's, it's quite interesting, I it, that you mentioned that Teenage Head is going to release it over there. Um, presumably, they were named after the, the 1991 <laughs> album. The yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, Razi, who opened the shop, actually asked me whether I'm okay. <laughs> I said, oh really? Yeah, I say I don't own the name. You can you can use it, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Flaming yeah. groovies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going. Yeah, but I mean that also shows the kind of reach that that album, you know, mm. uh, has. Yeah, con- all things considered, you know, whether it's whether it's it's not just the music fans. I mean, there are music fans, but I mean now in a way that kind of the album legacy is also mm. translated into into a physical into a physical entity yeah. into an entity that is also uh, such a such a big thing yeah that's right so Razi has always been like bugging me to re-release a teenage shit on vinyl <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like over the years you know so when we were doing this album I, I, I messaged him I said hey we're coming up with a new album would you like to release our new album instead. <laughs> so he say, okay, okay, sure, yeah. 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 And would you, I mean, like, I know this is the age of pandemic, but still, would you guys be coming up like with a performance live or something like that? No, no plans, uh, actually. Yeah, live shows are so hard to, to, to get nowadays. <clears throat> so no plans, really. Yeah, that's why we're going the video, music video, uh, Root. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, I mean, I want the reason why I asked about live shows is because you know no other band has. I don't. I don't see many other bands that have consistently done that. Uh, even during your hiatus, you guys also came back to yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, at Esplanade. Yeah. And of course, the big one is the big one is. Uh, I think you're the first indie band to play at the indoor stadium. Uh. Oh, <laughs> uh, not indoor stadium. The national, national stadium. stadium sorry, <laughs> national stadium bigger than the indoor stadium. Crowd of seventy thousand. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, forty over thousand. Yeah, forty over thousand. Yeah, what was that like? That was uh, for SG fifty. SG fifty concert. Yeah, SG fifty concert. So actually, the initial plan was uh, uh, Jeremiah called me. Jeremiah Choi was the producer of the show. I think. And mm. uh, he asked me to perform "So Happy" with Chris Ho, so that was a oh, initial okay. I- a initial idea. Interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so happy with Chris Ho as a duet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. in my mind, I was like, "How does this work?" You know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I told the guys, and they were like, um, "But why, why Chris? It's it's so weird, you know. I mean, the band is still around. We never broken up, you know." <laughs> So yeah. he said, actually, 
why don't they just ask us to perform the song? You know, and then Chris can perform another song, right? So I say, yeah, actually that's a that's an idea. So I actually got back to them, say, hey, why um the band is still around? Can we perform instead of me doing a duet with Chris? Uh? So they were like, oh, okay, let us discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> but to their credit, they came back and say, yeah, okay, you guys, yeah, you mm. guys are, yeah. are on, yeah. you know. Yeah. Logistic-wise, it's a bit difficult because they, they have a house band, right? They have a house band. Uh, they have two house bands, actually. They're, oh, yeah. okay. All our best sessionists you can find. Wow. Okay, that's a yeah. massive. Massive. Massive production, all right? So to accommodate us was a bit uh, challenging because you know, we came out with our own guitars and all that. Yeah. Your so, own guitars. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone else were being backed by the house band, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they were all solo acts. Yeah, and, solo acts and, and stuff like, Right. So they're all yeah. backed by the house band, and we were the band. You know, we were backing ourselves. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was it was quite a, a experience because mm. we did our sound check around midnight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. About three three nights before the actual show. Right. Yeah. So at first they asked us to be there at eleven p.m. So we went there and we saw Jacinta still doing her sound check with uh, Jeremy Monterio and and all that. Right. Yeah. So there was some delay. So we waited until midnight. It was past midnight. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> yeah. Finally, okay. They called us up. Then we went up, and then we had the stage was so huge, so massive. Mm. Uh, that we had to wear uh, in-ear monitors. That there, there, there weren't any stage monitors, floor monitors. Right. Could you see, actually see each other? <laughs> we could, we could. Except Johnny, because Johnny was sitting in the <laughs> drums. Oh, he was in the, he was in the band riser, right? In the... No, he was in the, the house band. Yeah, the house band's a set. set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh so you can't really yeah, see yeah. him. I remember, he was, I remember him being like way up top and then three of them. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 So you can't really see Johnny, really. Yeah. So it was my first time. I'm, I'm not used to wearing in-ear monitors. So when I was performing, my in-ear monitors was like coming out. Oh, dear. <laughs> was like, oh, no. I was like, no, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it was a nightmare. And then uh, to the, the backstage to the stage, we had to take a, a buggy. Holy the buggy cow. would come and then we had to get onto the buggy and then they'll drive us to the stage. It was massive. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, but we had fun because uh, we were in a changing room. Basically, mm. it was a, like a football changing room, right? Mm. Uh, so we were next to the pinholes and Vernon Cornelius was next to us. Right. Yeah, so we just hanging out and, you know, just chatting and having lots of fun, uh, basically. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. That's <laughs> it's one yeah. of those shows that you won't re replicate ever again. Yeah. It's very funny yeah. how it's like, even though that's 2015, right? Mm -hmm. It is still like, uh, how do we handle a so-called indie band? Right? It's still like no clue. <laughs> right? It's like 50 years on and still don't know how to handle rock music. <laughs> that's quite funny. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's very interesting you mentioned that because like, I remember in the 90s anyway, you know, when Visiting Act would come into town, mm -hmm. big names, yep. like your Bon Jovis or whoever it is, but there will always be like one local band yep. as the opening mm. act. Well, not all of them, obviously, yep. but 
for majority of the shows, I, I think I think there was like like local bands turning up. I mean, Apollo's opened, of course, famously for the Buscocks. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which were, what was? I mean, could you could you talk a bit about that? Like, what was that like? Like, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they were one of your influences. Yes, like, yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I was. What's it like meeting your heroes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was very excited about that show because you know, Buscocks, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, yeah. So I met uh, uh, Steve Shelley and um, Steve Diggle backstage. Steve Diggle, yeah, Shelley, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete Shelley, yeah, and Steve Diggle, yeah, backstage. And it was, wow. uh, I believe, I think it was Steve Diggle's birthday that that night. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they had a little birthday celebration for him, lah. Yeah. So I, I, I actually got uh, Pete Shelley to sign my guitar strap. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was a, a wonderful experience. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, I mean, for the show itself, what was the, was the show? What What was it like for you doing the show itself? Uh, wow, wonderful show actually. It was the 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 crowd was crazy. It was like yeah, yeah, body surfing, stage diving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a great crowd. Yeah, we had a we had a good time really. Yeah. And the wonderful thing was that uh I believe Pete Shelley was at Dada the next day or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh someone actually went to meet him and, and got him to sign his sign their CDs or something. Yeah, and then asked about the show the night before. And Pete actually told told the guy that uh oh he liked the the Odd Fellows, the opening band, the Odd Fellows. Wow. Yeah. So when I heard it, I was like, "Wow, uh, wow! <laughs> you know, this it. made you my made day." It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I heard some. I heard some. I don't know whether this is this is true or not, but I heard somewhere that that uh, there was some like uh, thingy about you guys using the back line or something like that. Was that correct? Is that is that correct? Uh, no, I can't remember. Is it uh that show or the Henry Rollins show? Oh, I think, right, right. Uh, yeah, right. but that one was wasn't uh we didn't open for Henry Rollins. It was a uh, stomping ground. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. So I I heard that the drummer was quite shocked that they're gonna share the same drum set. <laughs> stomping ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were afraid stomping ground will whack out the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to to them, it's like, hey, we shouldn't be sharing the drum set. Yeah, la, Because that's, that's, yeah, oh, that's, that's true. You know, in yeah. America, they, they bring that. the. Yeah, yeah, they don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they don't own, do that. They have their own drums. Yeah. What if you? What if the snare breaks or yeah. something like that? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they had to, they, they had to go and get another snare or something. Yeah. Just, just Which is actually yeah. very, uh, quite a common story for a lot of our gigs with foreign. Mm. How, how do you mean? In the sense that the, the organizers don't don't bother about you know pre- doing anything for the opening bands. I also heard Great Spy same oh, thing right. when they opened for Stereophonic, same thing when they arrived there like the drums and all that like, same issue la. And then Stereophonic yeah, yeah. is saying no, you're not touching our drums. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> yeah. So they they should have rented a different uh. A set, yeah. yeah, set for them. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's funny, but uh, yeah. So and then the other the other one, I think. Um, okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot again, mm. uh, as usual. Um, but you know, all all these things, right? Looking back into the far midst of time, 
uh, <laughs> what what would you say like the the best thing or or worst thing yeah. about Patrick Chung and the Outfellows? <laughs> uh, I think the best thing is that we're still around making music. Um, mm. uh, yeah, we. I mean, when we were recording this album, we were just saying how blessed we are, you know, to be still, you know, doing what we do, despite like being together for twenty eight to thirty years. I mean, Kelvin and Vincent have been in the band for thirty years already. Uh, Johnny, right, Johnny, yeah. twenty eight years already, you know, and we're still doing it. So. Yeah, it's just incredible, you know, really amazing that we're still doing it, you know. I think that's that's the best thing, you know. And then being on this journey throughout the years, playing so many shows together and, uh, you know, sharing a lot of uh, experiences. Yeah, you, you can't put a price on that. I remember playing a countdown show at, was it SBC at the time? I can't remember. Uh, 1991 New Year's mm. Eve countdown yeah it was in the studio la. That, that one was a studio show but it was right. live it was like totally live <laughs> a countdown so this would be a, yeah, uh, yeah at midnight as well yeah, yeah at midnight as well you guys do a lot of midnight stuff la. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that one was like uh, a lot of rehearsals like leading up to New Year's Eve Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was an experience, lah. Uh, Max Surin was uh, there as well, and he was with us most of the time, because they they group certain performers together, you know. Because at the end, they they did a medley of all the biggest hits of '91, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so happy was one of them, and then right. I, I guess we were the only band that actually performed our song. The rest were just yeah. doing other people's songs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. expected, lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But the, the 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 thing was that they did a medley. It was all like a drum machine, uh, keyboards, and then so happy, mm. so so happy sounded like that. There was oh, we didn't right. play on the medley. <laughs> <laughs> so so they asked us to go in there to lay down the vocals. But the music was all done for us. What? So because weird. they did the medley, you know, they joined all the songs oh, together. So they, they kind of arranged it. They programmed their program. Yeah, everything. it was so weird wow. because it didn't sound like, <laughs> like us at all. <laughs> so, so he said, can we at least lay down one guitar track? <laughs> <laughs> so we laid down a guitar track. I laid down my vocals because we were miming. Right. You know, right. We were miming, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah. Right. We we didn't sing live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was quite an experience. Uh, yeah. So that's that's why I say nineteen ninety one to twenty fifteen is looks the same experience. <laughs> 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 they don't know how they don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so uh, once once all this is done, I mean, this is uh, yeah, 30, 33, 33 years. For are you are you doing are you guys planning anything for the big three five then? Like every five years now it seems everybody's putting out some anniversary thing. You, you guys should do that. If you guys should come up with your 
your carnival box set. <laughs> you know, the 50 tracks, you know, five CD, five CD, yeah. ultimate mix, uh, the, what, what's the one you're saying, Kev, the demo? Demo, demo la, take one, uh, take 15. Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Kevin, you should do something like that. A compilation. Democracy. Next year, I have ideas. La. We'll see how it goes. Ah, okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's inspired again by All Fellows. <laughs> yeah, that's right, right? Yeah. If the All Fellows can do it, so can you. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, Pat, for thanks, coming Pat. on the show. Thanks, oh, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So thanks thank for having you. me. Um, thanks, Kevin. Thanks, we're Chris. We're looking forward to, to the new album and the new single. Um, and if you guys want to check that out, so it'll be where, where can we find those things and where can you find the odd fellows? Okay, uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, yeah, and then on uh, well, on Facebook as well. Oh, that's the odd fellows. And you, page. Ha- you just have a you and yeah. you have a YouTube channel now, also, right? Do you have a YouTube channel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just started the official YouTube channel. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. okay. So that's where yeah, anybody who's interested in the art fellows will be able to look for them. Yep, yep. And we have a band camp as well. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to write all these things down. <laughs> and then you can put it up on our show yes, notes. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, great, great. Thanks very much. Uh, Pat, okay. for taking time out to do this. Okay. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Okay, bye. Bye, Pat. See you. Bye. See you. That's it. That's that's the end of uh, our look back at thirty years of uh, the Odd Fellows and Teenage Head uh, with Patrick Chung. Um, just want to thank Patrick Chung for you know for giving us his uh, time and uh, and money, money, money. No, yeah, no money. Yeah, no money. <laughs> uh, having a good fun chatting with him. Right. Yeah. So yep. yeah. So what's really important, of course, is uh, make sure that you check out uh, the best of the Odd Fellows um, for now. Right up in the clouds, and you can find that on all streaming platforms. And more exciting news, of course, is that uh, we there's going to be a new single from the Odd Fellows called Silent Worlds, and mm. a new album as well. A new album coming out. New album. Fellows. Yeah. What What's it called again, Chris? Well, um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I soon, have to, uh, soon, yeah, soon, 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 soon. You know. yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> all the, uh, we'll find all the links, uh, we'll put out the links for you, yep. so also don't forget to follow, do the usual social media thing, yep. uh, with the Oddfellows, Facebook, Bandcamp, uh, YouTube, YouTube yep. and all the, you know, the streaming platforms and so forth, okay, so please make sure you do that, and, uh, We'll see you again soon um, for another episode of the Lion City, City Rock, Rock. Epi- uh, podcast. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good day, whatever. Yeah. Wherever you are. <laughs> Wherever you are. Okay, okay, okay. Let's just end this now. Yeah. All right. Ciao. And, and bye.